country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Truck Talk, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Tire pressure. Some people think checking it's important. Others, not so much. Here's the simple truth. If your tires are low on air, you're using more engine power and fuel to force them to rotate. So if you hope to extend the life of your truck, check that tire pressure regularly. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. As you get back to business, small things can make a big difference, like marking safe distances with floor tape and posting reminders to wash hands. As always, Granger is here to help, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, free access to product specialists, 24-7 support, safety recovery guides, and more. It's part of our commitment to help you adapt and recover in these challenging times. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Some noisy creatures are encountering a new foe. Zombie Cicadas is not the name of a new low-budget movie. It's what experts are calling some of the creatures that have fallen victim to a mind-controlling fungus. Once it takes over, the cicadas lose their limbs and parts of their bodies are eaten away. It's harmless to humans, but the zombie cicadas are a threat to each other as the males become infected and are capable of flying around to spread the virus to other cicadas. Steve Kaith and CBS News. New poll shows the pandemic has been a big financial blow to young people. The Harris Ameritrade poll finds 59% of 20-something Gen Zers have had dreams dashed by becoming financially independent from their parents. More than two-thirds surveyed say they're anxious about the effect on their finances. 63% are worried they'll lose their jobs. Many already have. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. Balance of nature, it's the greatest thing in the world. I can't imagine where I'd be without it. You know, I, I feel 20 years old again, and I want to continue to stay in shape. I understand the oversaturation in the market and the resulting cynicism that people have. But Balance of Nature works for anybody and everybody. And as much as it's a today product, it's a product for the future for me. I am the most satisfied customer in the world. I don't know what I would do without it. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. Again, that's balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS. Integrated Services uh, is constantly seeking partnerships. How can I have a meaningful relationship with primary care providers so that we can take care of our shared community of people that need support? We've grown exponentially and I really see the next five to ten years being a similar story. The opportunities are endless. In association with Gruiser Realty and Building, Larry Conrath, he sells houses. Larry Conrath, he sells houses. Larry Conrath, he sells houses. 5913015. What was that number again? I said 5913015.
I'm Sky Hope, and during this pandemic, Precision Imprint is still in business and they're printing masks. Precision Imprint can take care of all your screen printing and embroidery needs, and they also have t-shirts for employee identification and business promotion. They've been printing locally in Athens, Ohio since 1988 and remain committed to this community. Call for an appointment at 740-592-5916 or email precisionimprint at gmail.com. You can also visit their website at precisionimprint.com. My community means everything to me. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from, and as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that help me succeed. The training and the leadership skills I get from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people and look out for my community. If you'd like to learn how you too can serve part-time with the community you love, visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. My oh my, it was foggy this morning. Most of it's lifted by now. One of those mornings where you certainly want to have your headlights on. hope you remembered to turn them off, too. Hey, it's a Tuesday, folks. 68 degrees outside, headed up to 78 as a high. So really a very pleasant day, temperature-wise. <coughs> Excuse me. There we go. All right, today is August 4th. How about that? And um, Scott's here. Good morning. Good morning. And um, let's see, just 149 days now left. Think of that. Yesterday was Nick's birthday. And, uh, oh. Yeah. Happy birthday, Nick. Yeah. Belated birthday wishes. We don't get to... Uh, you know, with this COVID thing and everything. Mercy. Well, anyway. Um, let's see here. Our highlight in history, the year 1944, when on August 4th, a 15-year-old diarist, Anne Frank, was arrested with her sister, parents, and four others by the uh, Gestapo after hiding for two years inside a building in Amsterdam. And they went on to die in a concentration camp. But the diary of Anne Frank, of course, told quite a story. Mm -hmm. Made into a movie a play. Um, wow. One of the all-time best sellers. Well, let's see here. What else do we have? We have um, some birthdays, I'm sure. Here we go. 
Richard Belzer, the actor and comedian, 76. John Riggins from football, 71. Alberto Gonzalez, former attorney general, 65. Billy Bob Thornton, actor and screenwriter, really. Best known for, I think, probably 65. Kim Carath, who was in um, that famous uh, The Sound of Music movie with, um, what was the lead actress there? Julie Andrews. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, Kim is uh, 62 now. Barack Obama, former president, celebrating a birthday today. Holy cow. He's only 59. Somehow or other, I just made an assumption, and of course, that's when you get in trouble, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, that he might have been older. Well, anyway, Barack Obama, 59 today. Roger Clemens, 58. Baseball, of course. Bum, 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 bum. Act, rapper and actor Yo-Yo is 49. Uh, just seeing the name is why I pulled it. Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo. Yeah, but look him up. Yo-Yo. We've gotten into it this much. Let's see what <laughs> he's really all about. Um, Meghan Markle. Now, listen here. They say Britain's Duchess of Sussex, the former actor Meghan Markle, is 39. Um, I guess I had missed the fact that she had been an actor. I certainly guess she had been a model or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But, um, okay, what's what's what do you have on Yo-Yo? Rapper Yo-Yo is a Grammy-nominated American hip-hop artist, actress, and entrepreneur. Much of Yo-Yo's music advocates for female empowerment. Female. Mm -hmm. That's not clear here. They say rapper-actor. They could have said rapper-actress. Well, anyway, Yo-Yo. She's a beautiful lady. Okay, my turn. Show me. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, now um, we got one more to look up, Meghan Markle. So I'd like to see what acting roles she had. Okay. Something like that. Let me keep going while we're waiting. Um, (laughs) Really, that's it for today. Meghan Markle movie, she was in Horrible Bosses. Remember 2010, Dater's Handbook, When Sparks Fly, Elephant, A Lot Like Love. Okay, now, The Candidate. Forgive me, because I don't know any of those. Maybe I should, but at least I don't. But the point is, yeah, she did quite a few. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't recall that. 
Well, today is August 4th, as I said, and it's National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Mm-hmm. Pretty. Mm-hmm. Is there anything more basic or desirable than a chocolate chip cookie? Mm. It's also National Night Out Day and National Coast Guard Day. Um, what about historical events? Let's see here. In 1821, on this date, the Russian Ant- Antarctic Expedition, led by... Um, well, I'm not even going to try that one. Um, anyway, they became the first to circumnavigate Antarctica. 1942, the first train with Jews aboard departs uh, Belgium, headed to Auschwitz. Wow. You know, when you think back, on the concentration camps, And I have a number of friends who are German, and I think highly of them. But how would, you know, how did someone such as Adolf Hitler come into power? And such unquestionable power that the German society did not push back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, history tells us that Germany was very impoverished at the time, and the German leadership was failing, and you had this guy come out of nowhere promising them prosperity and everything. Did, did they uh, see everything it? free? Well, they did not, okay. because uh, that's how he was elected by promising all these things and his popularity gained by telling them there would be jobs for everybody, uh, there would be prosperity, there would be food, there would be fuel, there would be anything and everything, in order just to get votes. Has, has any other? That's the basics of it. Has, has any other nation um, I mean, I know he's not the only one to have committed atrocities. But has anyone has any other nation done it to that degree? Well, I think you could go down just south of Florida for an answer like that with Fidel Castro. That's just, for me, what history has told. You hear many refugees who have fled Cuba that have said he did basically the same thing, tortured his own people, killed his own people. You, you hear many, uh, you hear a few senators that have relatives and ancestry of those who fled Cuba that were tortured by the Castro regime. 
But, well, you know, they didn't start a world war either. So that's where a lot of that different uh, differentiates. I'm sorry. I just sort of got... Um, when you When you hear about... I mean, there certainly have been other nations that have imposed. Oh, sure. Um, shall we say in camps? Yeah, Idi Amin. You could go there to Uganda. But you know, to the same degree, the um, uh, the extermination. Sure. Yep. The uh, what, what, what these gas rooms. Yeah. The- all that stuff so-called showering rooms oh that's right that's what they told the 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 jewish prisoners that they were just doesn't um and on and on such a large scale yeah all right terrible if if the german people would have only recognized that to say no and i know i've mentioned this before to say no to hitler how many lives worldwide would have been spared not only from the concentration camps, but the world wars and fighting on so many different continents that Hitler wanted to take over. And then Joseph Stalin caught on very quickly when he tried to do that to Russia, and the Russian forces crushed the German forces that were trying to take over Russia. Good morning, folks. Welcome. Um, Kind of a sad topic we're into here we'll uh, I don't know how much more we can brighten it up but we'll try a few things including COVID <laughs> but uh, anyway Louis Armstrong died on um, or this he was born on this date in 1901 he died in 1971 um, you know that Queen Elizabeth the Queen Mother Mm-hmm. Um, she di- uh, she was born on this date in 1900 and died in 2002. But I'm I'm not sure I've ever seen a just or really paid any attention to a photograph of her. Mm-hmm. Without a crown and a well, gown. Well, she has a crown. Is there a crown on that yeah, one? Yeah. Okay. And she she looks ni- like a nice lady to me. Anyway. Let's see here. What about famous deaths? We have two to mention. One is Hans Christian Andersen, who died on this date in 1875. He was born in 1805. Okay, the next one. Daniel Williams. Born in 1858, died on this date in 1931. But I have no hunch. Wow, there are so many Daniel Williams coming up. I'll bet, come (laughs) to think of it. That is a common, sort of common name. When was he born again? 1858. Died in 1931. And I 
just don't have any idea what his... Daniel Hale Williams. Okay. It says, was an American general surgeon, was born in 1856, raised in the city of Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. Although, yeah, although a half dozen biographical dictionaries place Daniel Williams' birth date at 1858. (laughs) Well, that's what... That's what you just have right there. It's what you were provided. However, 1856 is the date given in the United States. Oh, I see. Oh, there's a dispute. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, see. but surgeon, I mean, okay. What was his contribution to science? Uh, he was considered a pioneering heart surgeon. Okay. There is. During the time when technological discoveries were revolutionizing the practice of medicine. Hmm. Okay. My goodness, he was discharged 51 days after his remarkable surgery. Wait a minute. Are you saying he himself had a surgery? Well, after he performed the surgery, apparently. He did it on himself? Come yeah. on. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> he was credited with the first successful heart surgery. Which was performed on him, or he performed he, it on someone else? He performed it. On someone else. Okay. He was also the founder of Provident Hospital in Chicago. Okay. So, yeah, he did that. Then 51 days after that, apparently, the hospital said, yeah, but ain't going to work. Heart surgery ain't for people. How well? We know that that is not true now. Well, let's turn our attention to... um, the COVID update. Um, so, uh, all of this information is as of 2 o'clock yesterday. Here in Athens, we, get, we had one additional case added yesterday. Bringing our case count to, since the very beginning of everything, 345. Of those 345, 268 have recovered. 76 are still active. And, of course, we've had one death. Now, a statistic that I have put together and some other people have used is that um, if Athens were similar to the rest of our state, or not similar, but identical maybe, Uh, we should have had 535 cases instead of 345. So we're doing all right, okay? Now, do you have the public service announcement about this um, site on Friday? Uh, We do not, but it was, uh, River did have it in his news about the the testing site at Athens High School. Okay, so where this, do you keep your little this handwritten PSAs? Uh, they're right back here. It, it, there's not one in there. Well, I sent it to... Uh, okay, I'll talk to the people about that. They're okay. supposed to be doing that. And then we have this new thing called Slack. Do you know about that? 
I do not. Okay. Well, it's a phone app, and all of our PSAs are in there. It seems like you should have known about that. <laughs> Somebody's dropped the ball. Okay. In any case, um, there is Friday afternoon, as I recall. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's right. Friday, August 7th. Out at the parking lots at the uh, Athens High School. There's going to be a uh, what they call a pop-up COVID testing site. It is going to be in action from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. And um, so, um, if you want some more information on that, they're saying go to coronavirus, all one word, dot ohio dot gov like government gov and oh this is a long address but the point is that'll get you started to finding where these pop-up test sites are there's no way we could read this whole thing on the air and you would ever be able to jot it down but anyway um so a pop-up web uh, pop-up test site Friday afternoon from one to six at Athens High School's parking lots. It's going to be interesting to drive out there and see how many cars are in line. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm guessing there will be a bunch. I had a test. Um, I had some regular medical tests. Last Thursday, I guess. Just, you know, like blood work and stuff like that. Every six months, doctor's appointment thing. Anyway, um, my doc said, you wanna want me to run, uh, what you call it? And I said, eh, sure, go ahead. Well, I haven't gotten the result on that one yet. Even though I had the results for the other tests, uh, just an hour or two after I left the building. So um, I guess I'll have to call. But uh, even though I think I know the answer, I hope I know the answer. I hope you know the answer, too. Yeah. And b by the way, I am familiar with Slack. I thought you said SLAP, S-L-A-P. Oh, okay. Yes, but I do not, and I am signed up for that. I am a part of that, but... I did not get that well, for get, some reason. Yeah, get, get, uh, and maybe I, I'm not the, uh, I mean, the whole staff is using it to put things on like mm -hmm. that. Right. So maybe someone just hasn't done it yet. Could be. Okay, so once again, uh, Athens has 345 cases. That's one more than the day before. 76 are active. Um, 77%, almost 78% of the cases are now considered recovered. That's Athens County. What about the state of Ohio? And 
me find it here. Okay, as of yesterday, 2 o'clock, 93,963 cases since this all began. Um, just shy of 1,000. 932 were new yesterday. That's statewide. 2,570 people, as of yesterday, were in ICU. 8,422 were not. They were in regular hospital room settings. Nine thousand nine hundred and thirty-one are recuperating, presumably at their homes. And at this point, sixty-nine thousand five hundred and one are recovered in the state. The average age forty-two now. It's pretty equal between male and female. Uh, and the one figure I, I skipped over, but I didn't mean to. The total number of deaths at this point in the state, 9,931. And on the state level, that represents 10.6% of the cases um, passed. United States um, as of basically a day or two ago 52 I'm going to call it 53 million people have been tested Getting this test figure is tougher than the rest of these stats. So I don't get this every day. And generally when I do get it, it's a day or two old. Yeah, what was that number? 53? 53 million. Yeah, I just recently saw this morning, I think it's 60 million now. Okay. So yes, they probably don't get you the numbers. Um, so that's 16% of our population have been tested. Um, yesterday, in the U.S., there were 8,737 new cases, bringing the total to 4,749,138. So 4.7 million. 157,179 died and the recovery uh, figure is 2,306,902 so in the US 48 uh, let's make it 49% have recovered in the state of Ohio 74% have recovered. Do we need to do the world? Sure. Okay. I just saw a number on it, so yeah, it's 
All right. So in the world, um, yesterday there were 112,677 new cases, bringing the total to 17,965,128. The deaths were 689,370. So that is 3.84% died. The recovery, 10,690,359. That's 59, almost almost 60% recovery rate worldwide. So, let's see here. What do we have? Um, I think we have five different states holding primary elections today. Okay, Scott... you, had had you ever heard of TikTok? I have. Like, b- even before the the story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. What is it? Well, it's it's an app of of communication, much like all of the other social media apps. You know, there are so many. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of generalized it in that with with the other ones. I don't know why. Like how many do we how many do we need? You know, are are they each distinctively different from one another? I can't think they could be. I wouldn't say distinctively, no. I okay. think they're a lot alike. So probably the first social media app, if that's the right phrase for it, would have been Facebook. Maybe. Facebook, Google, take your pick. Twitter. Okay, well, I was at the point, but I mean, when I think back on the history of as they started to appear, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking Facebook might have been certainly among the earliest. Definitely, Uh, yeah. Twitter came along. LinkedIn, even though it has less of a social and more of a professional linkage. Linkage. Um, but now you got Instagram and Twitter, and I can't keep up with all of this stuff. There's a lot of them. And I... As some of them came along, I did sign in and create an account. But I have now found myself kind of backing off. I still have LinkedIn. I still have Facebook. Instagram I had. I don't use it. Twitter, hardly ever. Where do where do people find the time to do all this yeah. stuff? Yep. I don't have it. I don't either. Between working and enjoying.
enjoying taking care of my yard and enjoying going out and socializing, although that's been restrained recently. Um, I don't have the time to do all this stuff. And there's probably an app for all of those you just mentioned. What do you mean? Well, socializing, gardening, well, lawn care. Oh, everything. I see. I, I see where you. Every subject. Okay, so what is around. TikTok? There's an app for that. It is. Um, it's it's a video, really a video sharing social networking service, and uh, it, it. So it's not not pictures. It's more video. Yeah, it's it's mostly aimed at younger people okay like teens that well that's not us create and share videos things like that okay so uh that's and, and then what a couple weeks ago or longer there was the concern that it was being used improperly for by some other countries right well there's a concern that the chinese government may be using that uh, to infiltrate the United States, and it's causing some national security concerns. India has banned it, so the United States may be next to do so, because the Chinese government has this, uh, they, they won't say this publicly, but they have this quest to be a, a world dominator they they have this uh, desire for of world domination, so they're apparently being allegedly being fingered for using these social media uh, apps to do just that well, to basically spy on other countries. Well, did this app originate in China? Um, that I'm not sure. Okay. I, I I I think it is. Yes, I think it is. It was uh, originated in China. Uh, So now there's this effort. It is a Beijing-based internet technology company, ByteDance, B-Y-T-E, Dance, Hmm. founded in 2012. So now there's this effort on the part of Microsoft to purchase TikTok. And if there's any question about insecurity, insecurity, um, the security factor of that app, Microsoft would get that straightened out pretty quickly. Yeah, or a possibility of a breach of national security. So that's one thing going on. Isaacius? Is that how it's pronounced? I've heard it about ten different ways. I've heard actual newscasters or weathercasters arguing on set about how it's pronounced. Mm -hmm. So what have you heard? Isaacius. Isaacius. Yeah, or Isaacius. Well, anyway, folks, it's it's a a hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. And it made landfall <laughs> last night um, in a part of the North Carolina we really like, and that's the Outer Banks. 
It pounded Myrtle Beach last night. It was a Category 1 hurricane threatening heavy rainfall and flash floods as it moves up the East Coast, and it's continuing to do so as we speak. Um, Esau East, heard it that way too. Why, um, you know, I've been around a long time, and they they do these names alphabetically. So the first storm starts with an A. The second storm's with a B, Name the names. And then um, there's also gender. I think one year they're male and next year female or something like that. Why would they pick such an odd name? I don't know. I said this morning, why don't they just name it like... I- Ian. It. Like it. Here comes it. Okay. Like Cousin It on the Adams Family. <laughs> it is on the way, approaching North Carolina. Or or eh, E-H. Eh. Well, it had to start with an I. Yeah. Anyway. Well, the, it starts with an E. This this tropical storm. No. I'm pretty sure it does, doesn't it? Not where I'm... What do you got? What do you have? Let me get to it. Okay. I-S-A-I-A-S. That's it. You're correct. Okay. Then it will work. I-T, just it. Well, anyway, (laughs) there's this storm. And it's doing a whale of a job on the East Coast. And uh, so we're watching that one carefully. Um... This gymnastics stuff. You know, we had this doctor who evidently for years was abusing young women, caring for them as their athletic careers in gymnastics proceeded, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a similar story now about um, not, not necessarily gymnastics, but a doc with the athletic department at Ohio State. And once in a while you hear about something like this. And uh, there's a lot more finally pushback starting to surface to ensure that this should not happen at all, ever. Disney World thinking of reopening here. And some people think that's good, some, of course, not. So, the, okay, so I'm watching TV last night, and there were a fair number of sporting events on, right? Mm hmm. And there was uh, basketball between two teams I've essentially never heard of. But I'm not on top of pro sports very much anyway. So I may have just been embarrassing myself by admitting that. Um, But anyway, they had fans in the seats, but they were electronic. Virtual fans. 
But I mean, it. They were rooting. They were waving. They were smiling. Eating, eating popcorn, drinking. How did <laughs> how did they do that? Oh, they just project basically like you know how a hologram is projected on they they do it digitally obviously i'm sure you knew that so you're saying if you're in the stadium you don't see that correct oh yeah it's, it's now in many of the stadiums of course they have cardboard cutouts of of the people who would normally sit there mm -hmm. and you know would i have done that for um I probably would have. If we if we have no basketball or something like that this winter. You want a cardboard cut out of you sitting in your seat? Yeah, pat myself. All right. Something like that. But unless they're going to charge you a, a thousand bucks to do it. Oh, yeah. They'll, there will be a fee if that happens. There's people that are having their cardboard cutouts. Well, I know this, for instance, in Oakland and uh, Los Angeles, Dodger Stadium, they did they do pay a fee. Well, for, yeah, for but I mean there. a fee. Yeah, versus, I don't know what it is, yeah, but if it's reasonable, I might do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. I can imagine some of the uh, creative cutouts that would be seated in the uh, stands there. I've already seen a few of them at, at ball games. They're they're pretty funny. <laughs> See, I saw the weirdest thing last night. I shouldn't, folks. Uh, forgive me for going this direction. Um, a neighbor of mine um, asked me to come over and fix their television. So I did. It was just a connection issue. Real easy to fix. But when I got there, they had just had delivered, I suppose, a pizza from Avalanche. Uh, now, any of you that know John Guttenkantz, you know his stuff's pretty unique. The owner of Avalanche. But this was the weirdest pizza I've ever seen. <laughs> It was called Detroit-style pizza. Okay. It looked more like a huge cake. Each piece was probably two and a half inches in height. Oh, my. That's bigger than Chicago-style. And there were layers. So, like, in the, the bread... You know, the bottom layer was probably more like pizza bread. I swear the middle one was chocolate. I didn't try, I didn't have a chance to try it. But it looked dark like chocolate, mm -hmm. like a brownie. Then there was a top layer and then all the dressings, right? I've never seen anything like it. That sounds like a, a lasagna it, style It was pizza. The pieces were bigger than pieces of lasagna. Wow. That's a big piece of the pie. Yeah. I um, I'm going to try one of those here soon just to just to see. Just cuz I'm so blasted curious. Oh yeah. 
What? East. What are you doing, Baker? The pronunciation of that tropical storm. Wait, you're asking your phone? Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a, who is this? Someone from the Weather Channel? Um, you know, that's a meteorologist okay. on how to pronounce it, so I thought, check us out. Isaias. I, I guess that's better than my Isaias. Chewbacca. <laughs> okay. Or you could put that on there after Chewbacca. Give someone that ringtone. Okay. Let me put this stack away. The last report I brought in here today is entitled uh, The Best States for Racial <coughs> Equality and Civic Engagement. Let me repeat that. The Best States for Racial Equality in Civic Engagement. So racial equality has been one of the most prominent issues this year with protests about police brutality giving way to broader discussions about race relations. While it's easy to see racial discrepancies in areas like employment and education, it's also important to highlight differences in civic engagement. For example, 71% of non-Hispanic white adults in the U.S. are registered to vote compared with 63.6% of black adults. Similarly, the volunteer rate of white Americans is 26.4% compared to 19.3% for black Americans. Well, naturally, these statistics lead to questions about whether minorities have fewer opportunities to engage politically and socially. So, in order to determine the best states for racial equality in civic engagement, um, Diana Polk uh, compared 48 states and the District of Columbia across five key metrics. <clears throat> Those include um, our data set compares the difference between white and black Americans in areas like the share of single parent households, the volunteer rate, and voter turnout rate. Well, and so on. Okay. States with the most civic engagement, racial equality. The highest, New Mexico. I, I find that amazing. I love New Mexico. I've been there a lot. But I find that amazing. Number two. Wyoming. Now, folks, when I was at Wyoming, this is terrible. I'm, I hate telling this story, but this is true. The basketball team at the college there 
later all were famous players. But they came from New Jersey and that sort of thing, and then they got assigned to Sheridan College, and they played ball, and then they became famous later on. But they were black. And if they walked down the street and shared in Wyoming, cowboys would spit on them. I'm not kidding. And now, today, and I was there in 68, in 70, 68, 69. Now, they say, Wyoming is second highest state with the most civic engagement racial racial equality that is remarkable okay number three kentucky okay now i can skip down through a few so then we have nevada colorado oklahoma utah texas maryland georgia virginia north carolina number 13 west virginia now, I mentioned these three states, Kentucky, West Virginia, and Ohio, because we're kind of in that zone, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> Ohio comes in 29th. Um, just before it, Florida, just after it, Louisiana. Uh, let's see, who who is the worst? Let me get a page turned here. Come on. There it is. Oregon and Wisconsin. Okay, let's drill down a little bit. We have about three minutes left. Uh, Lowest gap in share of single-parent households. Wyoming. Highest gap. District of Columbia. Lowest gap in share of adult population on parole. (laughs) Uh, Maine. Highest gap? Pennsylvania. That's odd. Lowest gap in share of veterans? um, It's basically a five-way tie between Wyoming, Colorado, District Columbia, Kansas, and Kentucky. Highest gap in share of veterans? Vermont. Lowest volunteer gap rate. That means people willing to be volunteers. Lowest, Kentucky. Followed by Florida and Tennessee. Highest, Wisconsin. Followed by District of Columbia. How about voter turnout? Lowest voter turnout rate gap is in Kentucky, the highest in Washington State. Just interesting stuff, you know. And it raises all these questions like, you know, what what social measures have proven effective in addressing racial inequalities? Uh, or what what would be the most effective way to promote civic knowledge and self-efficiency among youth belonging to racial minorities? 
What strategies and resources should state and local governments take into consideration in order to encourage civic participation from racial minorities? And how can state and local governments better promote volunteering as a form of social and civic engagement among racial minorities? Important stuff. We're trying to arrange a program coming up very soon. We'll talk to you soon about that. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. It's pouring in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, as Tropical Storm Isaias races up the East Coast. This woman in Great Mills, Maryland, says her backyard has turned into a river. She's been watching the water rise. Isaias was a Category 1 hurricane when it made landfall in Sea Isle Beach, North Carolina overnight. Storm surge and flooding rains prompted high water rescues in North and South Carolina. The storm was far worse at Oak Island, North Carolina than this woman expected. I was just looking out the windows because we saw the neighbor's cars floating. So I looked out the back window and I saw my Jeep floating away. It's just gone. Isaias spawned a deadly tornado near the small town of Windsor in northeastern North Carolina. Several other confirmed tornadoes caused widespread damage at North Carolina and southeastern Virginia. Jim Crisula, CBS News, Greensboro, North Carolina. Governor Roy Cooper says at least one person was killed. Officials say social distancing rules will make the cleanup from ESIES more difficult. A new study shows the pandemic is taking a toll on mental health. CBS's Maria Garcia. The research comes from the University of Bath in the UK and says a quarter of all participants revealed significantly elevated levels of anxiety and depression directly caused by lockdown and isolation. The average age of study participants was 38, 80% were women, 20% were men. Many employers are grappling with how to get workers back to offices safely. Here's correspondent Anna Werner. In internal employee surveys obtained by CBS News, hundreds of staffers